0: Who exactly are the blacks of India? First of all, there are three distinct black populations in India. The first is the indigenous Afrakans that arrived in India over 75,000 years ago and retained both the melanin-rich and woolly hair of their Afrakan ancestors. As a revolution, the establishment of Buddhism for black India to reject the racism of Hinduism. They survive today in such populations as the legendary Andamanese and various other small groups. The second is the straight-haired variants of these Afrakans in India that developed first in the colder mountainous areas of the Hindu Kush and Himalayas sometime around 25,000 years ago. Straight, thick hair is oilier and heavier, which provides better warmth in much colder climates. However, because they were not isolated from the blacks of the hotter lowland areas, they retained their black skin but had straighter hair. It is the origin of the Dravidians. The mixture of the straight-haired Dravidians and the woolly-haired Afrakens of tropical Asia created an Afro-Dravidian race that dominated early West Asia and South Asia. The Indus Valley Civilization, the Indian subcontinent's oldest civilization, was founded by such a race nearly 5,000 years ago. The invasion of India by Aryan barbarians began in 1700 BCE as raids with no organization. It caused the decline but did not destroy the original Afro-Dravidian civilization. By 1200 BCE, Much of the blacks had moved east to the Ganges Valley. It was not until 900 BCE that Aryans established the dominance of northern India, where they began forcing their religion and Sanskrit language on the people. Their oppression of the indigenous blacks through a religious caste system was the basis of Hinduism. It is the world's oldest organized white supremacist movement. Buddha, himself an Afro Dravidian man, established a new system to liberate the blacks around 500 BCE as a revolutionary spiritual movement. However, the Sanskrit language remained dominant because so many had become fluent in it. Black liberation championed the last Afro-Dravidian Empire, the Buddhist Mauryan Empire of Asoka, which controlled most of India in 322 BCE. It spread into Southeast and East Asia during its climax, becoming the dominant religion of those kingdoms. Despite its glory, it culminated in the defeat of the Afro-Dravidian Buddhist Emperor, Brahadratha, by the Brahmin white supremacist leader, Pushyamitra in 185 BCE. Sunga noted for beginning mass persecution of Buddhists and re-establishing Hinduism as the dominant religion of India. Most blacks were either made to join the Dalit slave class or escape to India's southernmost tip or the Bengali Delta. The third group of blacks in India comprises enslaved East Africans brought to the Mughal Empire, Muslim India, by Portuguese, Omani Arabs, and Iranians after 1550 CE. These blacks were never large in population and remained mainly around the west coast of Bombay Mumbai. Most of East Africa was captives by the Portuguese. Bombed the Swahili city of Mombasa in the 15th century, to their Brazilian plantations. The most significant number was Arabs who captured humans to be enslaved mainly as male eunuchs or female harems in Arabia, Iraq, and Iran. The use of Africans, primarily as eunuchs or concubines, Was the everyday use by Muslim countries where the male did not reproduce, and most of the female's children slaughtered. It is why so few survived. The only ones to survive in Islamic Asia were the children of an Arab man and his African concubine, where they would be given the option of second class freedom in exchange for military service for life. A common aspect of Islamic Asian enslavement blacks incorporated into a fable known as Ander, which features a half black and half Arab boy who was a slave to his father until the war came and was allowed to have partial freedom exchange for lifelong service. He called the crow because that was how Arabs regarded his dark skin. Ignorant black Muslims interpret the legends of Anter-Honor included in the history of the Arabs.